You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number six. Today, we'll read Matthew chapter six together, exploring the next section of the Sermon on the Mount, and it is rich. Money, giving, the golden rule, and worry. Now that's a valuable chapter. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. Totally honest here. Interpreting the Sermon on the Mount is weighty, and I never ever want to mislead any of you. I am no theologian. I am not formally educated at seminary, and I would never want to make you think that I am. But this is what I believe very strongly. I believe that God makes himself known to us through his word. If we are diligent in studying Scripture and are quiet before Him, He will speak. He also speaks to us through prayer. The Holy Spirit will lay people on our hearts who need prayer or encouragement, and He also convicts us. God also uses other people to correct us. That's one of the reasons we go to church, to learn from our pastors, teachers, and other brothers and sisters. So I'm counting on all of you to keep me accountable. Which brings me to a little shout-out today, because I miss seeing my church family. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Autumn. Hi, Grace and Adriel and Genesis. Hey, Eliza and Damien. And hi to all of the youth at our church who have been so encouraging as I've started this podcast. I never realized a like could mean so much to me. Okay, I'll stop. I'll I'll save my adult friends for another day. This middle part of the Sermon on the Mount seems to address so many things we struggle with every day and repeatedly. You're going to love it. Matthew chapter 6 Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your Father in heaven. So whenever you give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be applauded by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, 
will reward you. Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, because they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your private room, shut your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles, since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them, because your Father knows the things you need before you ask Him. Therefore you should pray like this, Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your offenses. Whenever you fast, don't be gloomy like the hypocrites, for they make their faces unattractive so that their fasting is obvious to people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting isn't obvious to others, but to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if the light within you is darkness, how deep is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, since either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wild flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Right out of the gate, Jesus is talking directly to me. I struggle constantly with the need for affirmation from others, and it doesn't help that my love language is words of affirmation. But it says right here that Christ wants so many, if not all, of our good works to be done in secret. Giving, fasting, prayer. We have to trust that God will know, He will reward us, and He will orchestrate our good works for the good of others. This is tough if you're as controlling as I am, and it's likely we won't get any credit. Look at that. He grows others with our good works and grows humility in us at the same time. Don't forget he is always working for our good and his glory. The next thing that stood out to me is not so much the Lord's Prayer itself, but that the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Can you imagine the scene? Maybe they're sitting in a circle a few candles illuminating each face, and they're all leaning forward just a bit in anticipation of what Jesus is about to say. I hope that we all have that posture when we read Scripture, hanging on His every word. The disciples recognize that His teaching is sustenance, and I hope we do too. But we have to be unpretentious enough ask him to teach us, and then trust that he will. Like Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord and don't lean on your own understanding. Finally, I can't end our discussion today without highlighting what Jesus said about worry. And not just worry itself, but actually believing that God cares about us and is providing for us. We are living in a time when it is not difficult to accept that every day has enough trouble of its own. The news brings us new trouble whenever we listen. My heart breaks when I hear even Christians asking, Where is God in all this? We have to learn from Jesus when he resisted the devil and then do the same thing and stand on what we know and not on our feelings or our confusion. He is present, just like always. He is providing, just like always. But do not make the mistake of being too casual about God. He is not a genie in a bottle. And this world has always and will always come with suffering. We must not be the ones who wring our hands and spread misery. We must be the ones to shine the light of hope. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, how did you cram so much truth into one chapter? We only had time to skim the surface. Father, instill in each of us an insatiable curiosity and an undeniable hunger to know more. I pray that this text will call to each of us today, compel us to open to it again and again. Reveal yourself at every sitting.
Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.